folks, this is a. Sp I, I, we had uh, the uh, hearings on earlier, and I'm just cutting in before my uh, introduction to today's show. So, welcome to the Live at Five show. I'm going to turn it on right now, uh, and I'm going to uh, direct your attention to our, uh, well, who could be our future congressperson, and that's Claudia Tenney. I'm going to put her on the phone right now, and let's see if this works. Hopefully, it does. Uh, Congresswoman, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, Claudia, thank you very much for your patience. Uh, we just, we, I tell you what, it's been an eventful day here. Despite the fact that we are a Republican radio station, uh, management and ownership, I'm just being very transparent here, uh, decided to hold, uh, rather air, live all the January 6th hearings, which is kind of interesting. Uh, so despite the fact that we profess conservative, conservative uh, theory and ideology and whatnot, uh, management decided to put that on. So as a consequence, things got a little backed up today, which is why there was a delay in getting you on. I'm sorry about that. But it's so ironic. Yeah, I know. I know you'd be excited by, uh, 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 profoundly excited by that. I'm being sarcastic, obviously. But would you not? It, this is amazing because yesterday, Rudolph Giuliani, and I'm not kidding when I say this, uh, obviously campaigning for his son Andrew, was literally sitting in this chair that I'm in right now, doing his WABC show. He needed a facility to do his show live from three to four, and he and his group of people. He had a whole battery of people here yesterday. It was a glorious day for 199 Walter Avenue. But if you could just imagine. Imagine if the hearings were done yesterday here while he was doing the show from the same facility that was airing them. Because if you hear the hearings, every five words is Rudolph Giuliani said this, Rudolph Giuliani said that. And so th that said, a Congresswoman, i got to ask you, what are your thoughts about the January 6th hearings that are going on these days on the Hill? Well, to be honest with you, I, I haven't really paid a lot of attention to him. I, I saw the first couple of hearings, but I really don't have time. I find it completely offensive that we are having hearings that are completely contrary to what our constitutional principles are. These are predetermined meetings with a predetermined verdict in an attempt to uh, get an outcome to convict the president and anyone who supports the president or anyone, and I refer to President Trump, or anyone who supports election integrity mm -hmm. or cares about election integrity, and it's an attempt to silence them. Uh, we don't hear our constitutional principles being uh, followed by this committee. We don't have any of the Bill of Rights that is afforded to anyone. The mm -hmm. First Amendment, uh, obviously, they're out there not giving the president a chance to speak or testify or any of the other amendments that give defendants, someone being accused, right. the right to have witnesses before them, to have due process, to have an attorney, to have the option for a jury trial, all mm -hmm. those things that should be afforded to anyone. We're seeing a public pop propaganda show trial mm -hmm. right in our own country, Soviet style. And I know what that's like. I lived in a, in a communist country mm -hmm. in the 80s. Although it wasn't the Soviet Union, they still had an authoritarian so, uh, communist style government. Mm -hmm. And this is what you're seeing. This is what it's like when you get accused by the government. Millions in taxpayer dollars are spent. Mm -hmm. And the accused does not have a right to present their evidence. It's all cherry-picked and chosen just to make uh, to find a verdict that does not really sit well with the United States and people, you know, what our Constitution stands for. And that's why the people aren't buying it. You see a lot of people, even if you don't like Donald Trump, that's not what the issue is. Mm -hmm. The issue is, why are we going through this charade without having our constitutional principles respected? Why isn't the other side able to put out evidence? Why is this just one-sided with people that are either hardened Democrats or people with Trump derangement syndrome, like Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. Yeah, and I tell you, Liz Cheney seems to be, I mean, she's not the chairman of all this, but she seems to be because she's at the focal point of every hearing so far. She was there again today. 
And, and I, I believe her uh, primary, just like your, your primary is coming in August, her primary, I believe, is coming at the end of this month of July. She's not going to win that congresswoman, is she? No, she's obsessed with President Trump because he called her a warmonger at some point during her tenure, just like President Trump tends to mm-hmm. label and brand people. But guess what? Mm-hmm. He called uh, Ted Cruz Lion Ted. He calls him Lion Ted now, L-I-O-N. Right, right. He went no. after yeah. Rand Paul. Yeah, he was right. in contentious primaries. Sure. But where are all these people today? Guess what? They stand for our Constitution, our system of government. Mm-hmm. They don't care that Donald Trump might have called them names in a primary. Mm -hmm. They stand for our constitutional system. And Liz Cheney is a phony to say that she stands for our Constitution because doing this kind of show trial shows she doesn't believe in her oath of office and she deserves to lose her primary. Again, this doesn't have anything to do with whether you like Trump or not. Mm -hmm. This is about whether or not our principles, well, we have the right to stand up to our accuser, especially the government. Mm -hmm. This is the most powerful legislature in the world. The United States House of Representatives, I would argue the most important in terms of what we're supposed to represent. And we are standing here spending millions of dollars Mm -hmm. on cherry-picked evidence, evidence that is designed to prosecute, designed for a predetermined outcome, as I said, just like a Soviet show trial, Mm -hmm. to try to convict someone without having the fairness that is required by our system of government. And that's why you see even people who may not not like the former president may not like what happened on January 6th, mm-hmm. are seeing this just for what it is. It is not a good representation or use of our tax dollars, while the rest of America is struggling with inflation, high gas mm-hmm. prices, the problems at the southern border. We have, uh, you know, in, we're potentially looking at a recession and po- possibly a depression. Right. Everyone's 401ks and retirement accounts are collapsing because of what's happening in our economic system. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of problems not being solved, but we see Liz Cheney, you know, just avenging with her very, very extreme form and very serious case of Trump derangement syndrome enacting itself every day, you know, with, a, I think, a waste of taxpayer money. Oh, big time. Well, you just you tweeted a couple of days ago, who else holds trials and broadcasts them widely across the nation to destroy political opponents? That's what they're doing. They just want to destroy. I mean, if, if, if Donald Trump didn't have the option to run for president again, as Grover Cleveland did in the 19th century, w- would they be doing this at all, Congresswoman? I, I mean, I don't think so, and I would not be supportive of this if they were doing this to try to, to put on. Not, I don't know of any real show trial like this that's ever been put on. No. Remember, Nancy Pelosi made this partisan. She doesn't just run the House of Representatives. She abuses power every chance she gets, and mm-hmm. I, I have personal examples, but this particularly mm-hmm. should have been a bipartisan committee. It's mm-hmm. an illegal committee. It should have been put together with both sides having the opportunity to put the information out. She didn't allow that to happen, mm-hmm. and that's what you get when you have one-party rule, right. and it's right. very similar to what happens in Albany. They don't care what the other side thinks. They right. don't care what our system of government is supposed to preserve and protect, and anyone and everyone should be offended by this. You don't have to like the president. You don't have to think that President Trump uh, was innocent or anything during January 6th, mm-hmm. but anything with this procedural uh disaster that's happening with our system right now. Mm -hmm. Everyone should be offended. You do not want the government using our tax dollars to target certain citizens. And this is what's happening. I wouldn't like to see this this one-sided view happen to a Democrat. Just because they may not like them or agree with their political views, this shouldn't happen to anyone. And if it happens to someone who is the former president of the United States, Mm -hmm. it can happen to the average person on the street. Oh, big time. And I got to admit, this past weekend, I believe it was Saturday, I was watching Fox News. I should have been mowing my lawn, doing things outside, but I had to get a taste of Fox News. And sure enough, 
our, our Congresswoman uh, Claudia Tenney was on the air, and you were on from your home or your office wherever to talk about what happened Thursday night on the Hill with the Stephen Colbert show. And now, of course, Stephen Colbert is laughing back at us, saying, no, it's no big deal. It wasn't Insurrection 2.0 like other people like Hannity and Tucker Carlson are referring to. So what are your thoughts? Seven people were arrested. They were already released, including uh, Robert Smigel, whatever his name is, the puppet ki- uh, puppeteer guy. Uh, and it doesn't seem like it, they, they're treating these people seriously uh, in, when, when, in fact, they were in, uh, they were in a place they didn't belong. So what do you, uh, you, you said a lot on Fox News. What are your thoughts now after the comments from Stephen Colbert last night? Yeah, well, it just shows this is all laughing matter to them when it involves their own people, Adam Schiff, right. Oshinkloss, who is another Democrat. They bring their friends in, their own, the people that are supportive of them in the media, who, mm-hmm. by the way, should be watchdogs. They shouldn't be lapdogs right. of, True. of the Democrats. Right. But they bring people in. And, and it's like, yeah, he's a comedian show. But we are not allowed as members of Congress to have any visitors in the official perimeter of where the Congress is because of what happened on January 6th, mm-hmm. because Nancy Pelosi requires us to get uh, our interns or they have to be approved and pre-approved before they can walk around the Capitol. And they have to be escorted by someone mm-hmm. from an official office. And I'm not allowed to even have an ambassador. If I had the ambassador to Canada or uh, England or anywhere in the world to come in to visit me, they have to be escorted by an intern with an ID and to the fact that they don't think it's important and they don't really believe this is important because it's Democrats. And by the way, mm-hmm. everyone should know that me, we as members of the House of Representatives, every time we walk into the chamber, the House chamber, we have to go through a magnetometer, a metal detector. If I walk out to go to the ladies room, which is just outside the reach of the magnetometer, mm-hmm. turn around, come back in, I have to go through one again. Many times a day, and this has never happened as far, in my, as, far as I've ever seen it, uh, in, in the House of Representatives, this is because the Democrats are enforcing this rule. I can tell you the Capitol Police think it's excessive. Uh, they want it to end. A lot of Democrats don't support it. But Nancy Pelosi is always putting on a show. Mm-hmm. That's the show she puts on. That's when she spent millions and millions of dollars bringing the National Guard here, mm-hmm. putting a razor wire fence around the Capitol for right. several months and right. making it look like you know what is should be the beacon of hope and freedom and right. uh, in the world was now looks like a you know a prison looks like Shawshank Redemption <laughs> yeah like a yeah like a yeah, prison I mean, yard it's un- incredible what they're willing to do yeah. and look I'm not I was one of the first people to condemn what happened on January 6th we have a right to peacefully protest we don't have a right to destroy property to threaten or intimidate others right. to trespass and all the things that happened on January 6th I condemned them immediately. They were violations and not in accordance with our First Amendment rights, mm-hmm. uh, which are limited in some extent. We have to be peaceful. You can't commit crimes uh, while you're doing uh, while you're doing this. However, uh, you know to make this sound and equivocate it like it was a 9/11 occurring, which is really insulting to people. I have friends that actually died on 9/11. Mm-hmm. People I grew up with, and so to say that this was the equivalent of that is just unfair to those people and really just hyperbole from the Democrats. That being said, again, it's a serious issue. It mm-hmm. should be investigated by a bipartisan group mm-hmm. because, you know what, we want to know the truth. We don't want to know Liz Cheney or Benny Thompson's version of how they can get Donald Trump. Right. We want to know what really happened, and so do the Capitol Police, and so do all of us, so that we can take the steps to prevent things from happening and to keep people safe, not to avenge Liz Cheney's angst against Donald Trump because he was critical of her. And, again, I can't help. It's really become very much a personal matter for a lot of these people. I can't explain Trump derangement syndrome, but as far as I know right now, there's no known cure. 
Yeah, no, there is no known cure, and you hear it quite often. By the way, you had said at one time, uh, and I'm getting off the subject here, but you you tweeted 10 hours ago, Joe Biden worse than Jimmy Carter? Um, can you elaborate on that? I mean, it, I just read this on, your, on one of your tweets recently. Uh, a lot of people are yeah, saying that. At, I think I that's mean, unfair to Jimmy Carter, by the way. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, poor Jimmy Carter. Look, Jimmy <laughs> Carter was a decent human being. Yes. He was the only president of the United States who actually graduated from the U.S. Naval Academy, which means he has a place in my heart. My yes. son is a graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy, mm-hmm. went on to be commissioned as a Marine, and he's honored there, and he did honorable service. He was a poor president in that he was a, a smart guy, right, very a smart. humble man, right. but he did not uh, you know, carry out and, and handle uh, the situation in, when he was president in his one term mm-hmm. uh, in a way that ex- uh, espoused confidence in the American people. We were suffering through many of the same things we're suffering through now. Right. But Jimmy Carter at least attempted to try to fix it. Right. Joe Biden keeps doubling down. He keeps saying... Get used to it. Go buy an electric vehicle. Right. Uh, go. We're going to get through this, and in the end, we're going to have you know. One, we're going to get rid of fossil fuels and have electrification. But what he doesn't understand is energy is what's driving the world. We need an all of the above strategy. You cannot just cut out the use of fossil fuels and force people in the situation they're in. I point everyone. There's a great article in the Wall Street Journal today mm-hmm. uh, by Bjorn Lomborg, who is an expert on energy yeah. and on climate. And I, I, I implore everyone to read it. That we are. Yeah, go ahead. If we don't look at a sensible electrify electrification with reliable energy including fossil fuels that can back up our energy grid, or we are going to see ourselves in trouble. That's why we're having problems in Europe. That's why China is taking advantage of us around the world with energy. Mm-hmm. China is investing in coal. Uh, a lot of countries are vulnerable now because energy is really the focal point of what's happening. Right. Our energy weakness is causing even greater inflation, mm-hmm. higher costs, supply chain problems, all the things that are causing Americans to suffer now have a root in our energy problem and our naive view of energy, which Joe Biden refuses to acknowledge, which is why I said uh, that he's, in terms of policy, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Biden is worse than Jimmy Carter. I also don't think jo- Joe Biden is as decent a person as Jimmy Carter No, was. not even close. Not, and he was a great man, yeah. and he did a lot of great things afterwards. Very critical, of course, of Trump and others. Uh, but, you know, he's also the oldest living That's president. That's fine. I mean, yeah. no, he's no, a good of person, course. though. He served our country honorably. And, and he had uh, one daughter, uh, Amy, I believe, Amy Carter. And again, not, not to knock him and whatnot, but obviously the, the Biden family has a lot more <laughs> controversy uh, hooked up with it. I won't even get into the details about the, uh, the, uh, the diary from his daughter, but the stuff that we're hearing from the Biden family, Giuliani was talking about it right here on this radio station yesterday, Congressperson, con- Congresswoman, excuse me, uh, about it. And it was, it's mind-boggling what's, what's going on here. And yet I said if, the, if it was turned around, if it was the Trump family or anyone on the Republican side, it would be top news in the Washington Post. But no one's covering this. In fact, Nora O'Donnell on CBS is still claiming that five cops were shot on January 6th. Are they all in co- complicit with one another? And is the, is the Biden administration literally just trying to destroy America, in your opinion? I know you got to go. I mean, I don't think they're trying to destroy America. I think they're naive and they don't understand what they're doing. They're not. Joe Biden is a lifelong politician. Right. He's a career politician. He's never run anything. He's never done anything. Mm-hmm. He's been corrupt. He's enriched himself and his family members using his position as a politician. Mm-hmm. He's never really had to be held accountable because he's been elected easily in the state of Delaware, where a Democrat's going to win just right. being on the ballot. Sure. So he's never really been tested. And now here he is in a position where... 
He's really not cognitively 100%. No. He's had some some problems in the past. We know that he's had, I, I believe, either, either a couple of strokes or a couple of aneurysms. Back in the it's 80s. Yeah, yeah. One. I'm not ago. a doctor, but it's obvious. Mm-hmm. He's, he's impaired in many ways. He's not the Joe Biden of old. And he's being driven by a far-left shadow government staff mm-hmm. that is pushing him to make bad policy. And he's unlike Bill Clinton, who was able to work with, for example, Newt Gingrich and others right. to find a common ground and a path to help America. Mm-hmm. He's not doing any of that. He's continuing to double down on this far left agenda, which is really hurting America in the long run. And it's really sad what's happening with our country. I see it every day with people struggling who can't, you know, they don't understand a lot of the New York City people and people in big cities. Right. We don't have a lot of public transportation. We have to drive to get to our jobs. Exactly. Uh, and, and the cost of food and the cost of gasoline and the cost of just getting to work, mm-hmm. it's costing Americans about, an, on average, $5,000 a year just on the cost of gasoline. And I, I can't imagine it's not even higher up in upstate New York and up in the uh, north is. country regions yeah. where we have to do so much driving. Exactly. And, and the delivery charges, too. The further you're away from a refinery down in Jersey, the higher the cost. And, and as you know, exactly. the uh, household incomes aren't that great in central and northern New York, so it is pinching. And they're arrogant about it by saying, oh, all those hicks, all those rednecks driving their big-ass trucks, uh, you're just going to have to scale down. And they're, just, they're, they're becoming more and more, they're doubling down, essentially. But they have so many powerful tools on their side, unfortunately, Congresswoman, and it's not getting I, any I better. Are you Coming up uh, in the following, I know uh, you're, you're obviously the primary date was pushed to the end of August, uh, but when will we see you in our area again? Uh, I'm usually up there every week. Um, nice. I'm looking at houses, though, so I'm going to be uh, probably living in the North Country. So that Wow, that's exciting. awesome. Maybe not quite. I mean, I'm looking in Jefferson, looking in Oswego County. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, comfortable uh, you know, anywhere in, in this in this part. But, I, you know, I used to live in Canandaigua. That's where my first marriage license was. So nice. uh, it's a beautiful place. And, uh, you know, we just got an office there. So excited about representing the whole district. I've spent a lot of time up and down this region, you know, in my past. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously as a, as a business person, but also uh, showing horses and also living in Canandaigua, which is also part of this big, long district. Very nice. Uh, but it's, I'm excited about it. I mean, I, I, I feel like I bring a proven leadership proven skill set. I, I know what it's like to deal with Plan 2014 with the uh, the issues with Lake Ontario. Yes. Been working hard on the Sandy Pond issues. We're mm-hmm. going to be driving, bringing that all the way up into Jefferson County. Nice. I also represent Oneida Lake and dealing with a lot of issues that affect our environmental issues, our Finger Lakes, and uh, the sum of the Finger Lake is Oneida Lake. Uh, but it's you know there's just a lot of exciting challenges, but also an amazing district and one of the most beautiful regions of New York State. It is state New York with our lake. I call it the Lake District now because you between the Finger Lakes and Lake Ontario. I think uh, it's you a great term. Find a bad spot to be. Yeah, because we have an assembly district. We call it the River District for obvious reasons. But you're calling it the Lake <laughs> District makes yeah. a lot of sense. Real quick, what's your favorite movie? Is it a horse movie like uh, Black Velvet or something? Uh, you know, I love a lot of movies. I, I love my favorite movie of all. This is kind of funny, fun movie. I mean, I love like Gone with the Wind. It's a great movie. Yeah. I loved it when I was younger. Sure, sure. Uh, I love Best in Show. I think it's hilarious. I love Christopher Guest movies. I think they're fun. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, the yeah. So, they they go to the dog show. Uh, when uh, yeah, the Fred one Willard. they go to the dog show. Yeah, that is uh, funny. He had Waiting for Guffman. He does a lot of these kind of like funky movies that I like, but. 
I love. I mean, I, I love Top Gun. I haven't seen the new one yet, but they I watched say the it's first awesome. One. Yeah, they say uh, it's really you know, good. I haven't seen the new one yet. Real quick, yeah, as you know, uh, it's a Wonderful Life was based on uh, Saren. Uh, I love that movie. Yeah, uh, not Saren. Uh, uh, Saranac. No, it's not Saranac Lake. Is it Saranac Lake? Am I getting that right? Yeah, uh, the writer was from there, and, and also the writer of the original Wizard of Oz is also from your district as well. So there's a lot of uh, right, yeah. a big movie uh, items Frank, there. Uh, yeah. Frank, Congresswoman Frank Baum from Chittenango, New York. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, it died broke, if I'm not mistaken. Came up with one of the greatest storylines of all time, and not to mention uh, yeah, uh, the, that's a great movie too. We it, have Ozfest down in Chittenango every year. They so. do, and they have the they have the yellow bricks on the sidewalk, which uh, and a couple of the uh, the Munchkins still are are live that attend it, which is awesome. Are uh, they really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, as of last, I know they stopped it during COVID. Hopefully, they're still around like everybody else, but. Uh, uh, who knows? But that—that's also that's just a, a hidden gem as far as movie making and, and the origins of the greatest movies of all time. It's a wonderful life yeah. and uh, the Wizard of Oz. Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, thank you so much for being with us and thank you for your patience again. And we look forward to speaking to you again in the near future. Yeah, thanks so much, Glenn. And when we come up, we'll definitely get in touch with you and uh, love to see you. Awesome. We'll be up on the motorcycle soon. So. Uh, exactly. Bring up your Harley. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much. <laughs> thank you again. All right, great talking to you. Yeah, you too. Uh, Claudia Tenney, uh, Congresswoman. Well, I mean, again, I'm putting the cart before the cart there because we still, you know, as remember, I, I didn't mention anything about Mario Frado, and there's another opponent for this big primary. Listen, listen, next Tuesday, a week from now, is a huge primary for the Republican primary of the governor. That's obviously why uh, Rudolph Giuliani was campaigning for his son. We've talked to Andrew. We've talked to everybody. We've talked to Lee Zeldin at least twice. Jeff has as well. Uh, and so, you know, there's just every day there's something going on here at AM 1240, which is awesome. Let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, it's uh, Danny. Danny, no, I'm Danny. I'm talking to you. You have the airwaves. Fair that was, balance. That was, that was painful. Okay, Danny, explain why that was painful. Well, I, I, I took down some points she was raising. Right. And all she's doing uh, as a subject area is sustaining the big lie from 2020. She said the hearings, today was number four, was predetermined to get Trump. She called it a show trial. She said he's the accused, but he has no effort to defend himself. The whole hearings are just a charade. She said the evidence is clear. It's only Democrats. And she says everything is cherry-picked, and it actually harms, quote, the witness. But, you know, it's not a show trial. It's a hearing. It's a public hearing. And today's witnesses were all loyal, hardcore, conservatives admitted under oath that they were Republicans. Right. And it's not cherry-picked. And the actual witnesses... Danny, it's cherry-picked. Come on, you know that. It was Liz not. Cheney's not cherry-picked, along with Kinziger, the crybaby? Come on now. They were, they were picked, but they weren't cherry-picked because what, what McCarthy did was sent over people that... Uh, Liz Ch- let the Speaker Pelosi, Pelosi. said, we don't want Jordan and uh, the other guy, I can't remember his name, on the committee because they were involved in uh, January. So McCarthy said, okay, I'm not going to send anybody over. And then it just happened to be that Cheney and Kinsker said, we'd like to serve, and she picked them both. So you, 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 you Obvious mean, choices you, for the, on their part. I, know, I'm surprised Mitt Romney's not in the mix. I guess they didn't want to bring in the senators. Well, you know, Everybody talks about how bad it is in the country right now, yeah. the turmoil, yeah. the division, That's the right. ugliness, and yep. what have you. Yep. But I I'm agree with you. Tell you I'm going to tell you, it's, it's all 
Republican right-wing conservative generated. Really? And sustained. But how? I mean, how is that no, happening? I'm when, just sitting here just listed things that this woman— No, I, this it, woman happens to be, a, to be Congress, a sitting congresswoman who is in the minority for, the, for, for everything in Washington, D.C. is in your favor. How could you say that this is—my goodness gracious, you control all the levers right now, Danny. Wait a minute. You, you say just because she's in Congress she can't be wrong? Oh, that, no! Just I'm because just saying, she's a Republican, she can't. She's be outnumbered. This, you're you're she's saying the Republican just because she's going to represent us, and that includes me because this is my district. That she can't be wrong, Danny. I'm just saying that the the Democrats are running the bus right now. It's painfully obvious they are running this. We're and, running and, the bus, but the Republicans are putting up the damn roadblocks where they can't go down the road properly. No, that's Jim Levin, but that's another story altogether. Well, uh, maybe it is. I'm just saying that was pitiful, block. and I, I I tell you, I I I wish I had the the time, the effort, the money, and the backing to run against somebody like her or, or somebody else for this district. I know I couldn't. I couldn't possibly win. I've tried that before because the Democrats are not going to win up here hardly. But it, it, I, having somebody like her to sustain this argument, this phony, bogus points that I just raised that she so talked Danny, about. So, Danny, let me ask you. It, would, it, would it be it's, be, it's horrible. Would it be better that we have a Liz Cheney as our representative in Congress? Would that be more suitable you know, for you? I'll tell you quite honestly, I would prefer somebody like Liz Cheney. You know one thing about her? She's a Republican. You know what? She's very honest. She's very loyal. She's yeah. very informed. And right. she's, she's, she's very connected. On. Very connected in a state with more cows and cattle than people. Well, that, see, but you, you're ducking the point here. You asked me what I consider her. I would consider her over Cheney. Over, over who? What, say that again. You would consider who over Cheney? I'm sorry. Say that again. No, over, over Miss 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 Cheney here. Oh, T- uh, Tenny. I thought you said Cheney. Cheney's almost yeah, yeah. Whatever. Thing, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Danny. That's that's why we're fair and balanced, and I'm glad that you were the first call after that. I really well, am. I, I'm I really not, am. Normally not, but I tell you, I just had to get these. No, points. I know. These points she raised was just. Uh, it, it was pathetic. There after hearing that hearing today, which was dramatic, that yeah. fourth hearing, did you watch it at all? I, I was listening to it, believe it or not. And, and, and by the way, the only person that actually listens to AM four, uh, 1240 as a Democrat on the political side that you're on, Danny, would be the only one in my book that would actually listen to it, but you're not. So no one is listening to, uh, listening well, to the, it. The other radio, than would, Ken Martin and Jim Levin. I prefer to see the witnesses and hear them and talk and assess them, how they present themselves, and it was dramatic today. As I said, almost every one of them, except maybe uh, the, the two African-American ladies and mothers. Danny, how long were the people in the Capitol building that day? How many hours? About three hours. About two and a half. Okay, well, I said about three hours. Yeah. How many statues were toppled? None. None. How long did it take the president to act to say, look, I don't care. I, I no, let, you don't no, care. Well, no, no, because and here's he why. Here's why. He no, no, no. made a public announcement. Please, stop this now. Withdraw now. He should have said that instantly. He was a little, he slacked on that. I'll agree with that. He should have done more, and, and he shouldn't have uh, had any level of incitement. And, yes, That's I would say point, that. Glenn. But at the end of the day, we make those comparisons between Seattle uh, or, uh, or, you no, know. No, you're making that comparison. No, everyone does, I, because the Summer of Love 2020 was, heros- was ferocious comparison. for America. No, Just I'll almost as bad it. as 1968, for crying out loud. I'm not making that comparison. I'll say as openly as I can, any any riot that gets out of hand that does uh, uh, property damage or harmful to people, no. I am against. They were pissed off, and I don't okay. blame them. All right, thanks, Dean. Yeah. I, I don't blame them. I, I, they shouldn't have gone into the, but, you know, of course, they Alexa? were led there. Hey, uh, yeah. Oh, someone's talking. Hey, hey, Glenn. What's going on? Hey, Glenn. It's, the, uh, it's, it's gun nut. It's gun nut, man. What's happening? The only thing that was painful about that was Danny's response. Well, you know, I mean, the lady said stuff that was... There's on the money. Yeah. Danny, have you checked the inflation rate lately? <laughs> have you checked how many hundred thousand millions of people that are coming over the southern border? But, but, but Danny, have, you, have you noticed have you noticed that the war in Ukraine 
started under your old bozo <laughs> and now continues under your whatever the heck that guy's name is. Uh, you know, what about baby food? What about inflation? What about you can't buy a car? Danny, you know, all you got in your life is you hate Republicans. No, he hates Donald Everything Trump. Everything in your life is you hate Republicans. No, he hates Donald Trump. That's what it comes down to. He's, it comes down to what? He hates Donald Trump. He doesn't want Donald Trump to be in office again. That's the well, one of the one of the points. Wait, wait, anything GOP. He's he, a simple-minded. He, guy. Hear me and, out. He, you know, once you say GOP, he goes. He starts vibrating. And I asked the. Con- I'm worried. I'm worried about the guy. I hope he doesn't ride a bicycle. That, what? Like the president you know, falling down for no I reason? I hope he never showered with his daughter. That's what the president did. I didn't even want to bring yeah. that up with the congresswoman. I felt I felt bad enough. It's like, how can I actually talk about you know an ale- allegation against a sitting president where his daughter felt like she she had a compulsion of a sexual uh, addiction. And one of the reasons was because she took showers with her father when more than likely she was at least 9, 10, 11 years old. Or maybe, maybe older. Danny, Danny look, at, look at the showering with your kids. A cocaine freak who does hose and sells influence. Yeah. The other kid Lives in Malibu. was convicted of doing $100,000 on a credit card thing, and they flushed that. Right. You're not going to hear about... Biden showering with his father, right. with his daughter. You're not going to hear about it. It's, it's going to be like Danny when they used to say it was the Russian misinformation right. about the computer. Right. Well, well you know, there's not a there's not an honest bone in that guy's body. Well, and I'm not talking about Biden. I understand. Well, this is why we're fair and balanced. We have the congresswoman, we have Danny, and of course we have Gunna. I don't know where okay, what the next buddy. call is. How have you been doing? Good, good, real good. I just wish I could get rid of this uh, whatever I got. Uh, you know, since the vaccination the day after my birthday. But that's neither here nor there. Well, whatever. Oh. Uh, but I got to get the out of this. Have, the shows have been really good. Okay, I'll let you go. Thank you. Got to go. Thank you. Thank you. I wanted to get into a little dissertation about yesterday. Cause it's a historic day here at 199 Wealth Avenue. Hi, you're on the air real quick. Yeah, sure was. Sure yeah. was. I'm real proud of both you and uh, Jeff. You did a great job with the mayor. Thanks. Uh, Danny said something about running for office and a Democrat couldn't get elected here. Yeah. Well, that's a lie. Yeah, that well, uh, Bill, Bill Owens, Owens was the uh, was the uh, Bill yeah. Owens and I be I got to know Bill pretty good. He would call me. I, got, I ran into him quite a few times in the arcade. He really wasn't a Democrat, uh, though. A little bit more moderate. But yeah. Danny says that you know I think Gunnut's wrong on one point. Uh, Danny hated Bush. Yeah. He spoke against Bush. No matter what Bush did, he was wrong. Right. Uh, he didn't like Reagan. No. Well, I think he. No, he didn't like. Uh, he didn't like any Republicans. He said he voted for Nixon. When he was in the military, I don't know. Hmm. There's no way of proving or, or disproving it. No. Uh, but the, the point is this. I didn't see where uh, uh, Tenney said anything, Congresswoman Tenney said anything uh, wrong or inflammatory. She was right. Jim Jordan and a couple of the other uh, Republicans were uh, uh, shunned away from that, not allowed to serve on the, uh, in the hearing, right. on the hearing, even though they were senior members. Right. Uh, Liz Cheney, we all know anybody that has a half a brain right. knows that Liz Cheney's dad was vice president of the United, of the United States under George Bush. Right. And he also worked for George Bush Sr. He's right. real close to the Bushes. Do you remember Jeb Bush? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, his youngest son. Do you remember Trump putting, uh, knocking Jeb Bush? Jeb Bush was supposed to run against uh, Hillary Clinton. Runner? He was going to lose against it. He had a billion dollars uh, in donations to run for president right. and had all the money and all the finance and everything and all the backing, but uh, Trump beat him. Right. You don't think that that sticks in their craw? You don't think that when the presidents all got together at the funeral for uh, right. uh, the um, 
whoever it was, they had the funeral. And for the all, dead, for uh, the dead. Georgia H. Bush. And, and shunned Trump. Right, right. You don't think that that, that should have sent a message to everybody right there of right. Uh, the deep state. Right, I know. Uh, but real quick, yesterday, just just to get back to it before I forget, literally sitting right here was Rudolph Giuliani. Could you believe if we had the hearings on yesterday that he would have been doing his show while the hearings were, were being broadcast from this particular facility where in reality yeah. his name comes up every, every every two minutes his name comes up during those hearings? I found, exactly. again, it's a, it's a big world, Duff Man, but at the end of the day, I know we're in New York State. We're 350 miles away from New York City. The, uh, the Giuliani's got to go all over the state and whatnot. But I just find it, wow, the irony of what could have been. Thank God it didn't work out that way in terms of scheduling, but boy, that was close. It was so ironic that we had the man that was essentially, other than President Trump himself, Giuliani is the focal point of these hearings, and he was here with us yesterday. It was a glorious day. Yeah. There's no doubt about Guess it. Guess who I ran into at lunchtime? Who, who's that? I got his I got his side of the story. Who, who did you? Oh, what, Jeff? Jim. Oh, you, oh, of course, yeah, Jim. Jim was gracious. Evan, I gotta give him credit. Evan Johnny, yeah, oh yeah. I gotta give Jim credit. In the beginning, he was like, like "Well, we might have the engineer yeah. in here." He might, you know, yeah, Jim. We yeah, haven't seen yeah. the engineer in here in like five months. What are you talking about? He's gonna be in here this week. We're gonna avoid doing this. We're broadcasters, and but at the end of the day, he accommodated. Uh, he says, well, I know the people yeah. down there in WABC. There was no way he was going to turn his back on it. But they feel compelled, they being on the left, they feel compelled to say no to what they're supposed to say no to. It's the mob mentality, Duff Man. That's, oh, no, yeah, can't yeah. do it. And it's like, but why? I said the world didn't come to an end, Jim. I said the, the, the building didn't fall in on no. him. Everything worked out. Right. I go, which, it was a great promotion. The bomb the shelter. This I isn't thought, going anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I thought it was. So, oh, it's awesome. Uh, but the, I got. You and Graham. And, and I thought Graham did an excellent job. Excellent. I thought you did an excellent job. Uh, I, I got a kick out of reading Graham's blog. And yeah. this one guy points out one of the questions Jeff asked, just, you know, the, in ending, yeah. you know, to say kind of like say goodbye. He says, so how do, you, how do you feel about the Yankees this year? And that's the only, the only question this guy heard. Yeah. This uh, one of the liberals that, that picks on Jeff on his blog. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, you know, all the questions he asked, that's the one he picked out. Yeah. Like it was a bad interview. Uh, and everybody knows Giuliani is one of the biggest, biggest Yankee, Yankee fans, fans so. there are. Yeah. Well, they've got to pick on something. They have to. That's what they're all about. Well, hey, yeah. But thanks. I thought it was great. I thought Griff did a fantastic job. And I was, uh, I was amazed when Giuliani praised you up and down. What, what do you I mean you're amazed? I what did that, that surprise you? Huh? No, I'm not. No, no, no. I mean, he didn't have to, but he did. Yeah, well, uh, and I appreciate it. was great. So, oh. so he must have really, uh, you know, it took to you and I, you know, you should use those in your promo. Redo the, redo the thing and throw those in there. I, I really should. I, yeah, I know. We're, we're putting. Should. Of course you should. We're putting on promos for, for the Jerry Callahan show that no one's listening to. I think we should do something for this show right here because we're picking up steam. Uh, but more importantly, we're, we're, we're relevant, Duffman. AM 1240, WATN. Exactly. It's relevant more now than ever. So we have to give credit to right. Jim Levin where, where credit's due, even though he doesn't want it. All for the wrong reasons. With the politicians going, nobody would know anything about these politicians if you guys weren't doing it. Well, gracias. I don't get the paper. Yeah. There's not much. I'm going to get the paper. I'm going to get the paper. You know, but except for the re-recording of this. Right. Right. But I got to go only because I got to do my commercial breaks. I got to get out of here. I got you, buddy. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate it. I really do. But before I do, let me just submit. Someone's been waiting. Let's see who it is. Real quick, whoever you are. Hi, Glenn. Yeah, I got to disagree with uh, your guest today and yourself. All right, fine, fine. Go right ahead. Why? The uh, Yeah, well, the trouble is I hear everybody testifying under oath on the Democratic side, but I've yet to see anybody on the Republican side 
go under oath and testify in Trump's defense. I don't think they were allowed to. There's no one. Uh, they, what they, they, do you they, mean they, they weren't allowed to? Mark Meadows was called in, subpoenaed. Oh yeah, 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 they were. were subpoenaed, didn't want to come in and testify. Because it's that's, it's a kangaroo. Right because my friend, before you talk off of me like you normally do, it's a kangaroo court. It's leveraged in it their is favor. Not. All right. Hi, you're in the air. My question was: Would uh, Ms. Tenney think uh, that the Watergate hearings were a show trial? Um, no, that's a good point. Yeah, because any type of hearing and or trial, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, what, what do we call what's going on? Is it a trial or are they just hearings? No, it's not a trial. It's a hearing. And, and you, you know, I just get uh, sort of sick and tired of you guys denouncing it, dismissing it. You, which side would you have been on for the Watergate hearings? Oh, it's a big show trial. Nixon's innocent. Right. You know, whatever. You know, you just, it, it, your show's not a dialogue. It's just diatribe. There you go. I appreciate it. I got to do a break. Thank you very much. All right, I got to do this because I'm way behind. I don't want. I don't need to be rude. But look at it. It's 15 minutes before the hour. Fair and balanced. We'll be back. Roof looking older than you are. Finding more. All right. Anyway, you know what? We're still on the satellite thing here. Uh, so we're in automation. So as a consequence, that's why I don't have my music. And I didn't have my, my promo or my intro ready today, but it didn't matter because Congresswoman Tenney had to call early anyway because she's, in the, she's on the cap, uh, in the Capitol building today. So she did allocate at least 20 minutes to us, so we appreciate that. So, but nonetheless, I wanted to explain why uh, things are sounding different today uh, because, ironically, uh, the same hearings that we're talking and arguing about is the reason why I'm offline here to some degree. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. It's uh, Donnie. Donnie, How you doing? I gotta, I, I, here's yeah. the, let, me, let me just say something here. We, we, we did, I mean, yesterday was an historic day, and I, and I really appreciate what News Junkie does. And then I, I go on News Junkie. I don't even know if it's still there now. And what yeah, makes news, what makes news, oh, thank you. It's probably got like a million hits, too. What makes News Junkie from yesterday's historic day but Flat Earth Donnie and his interview with uh, Mary Giuliani? God bless you, Donnie. Con- congratulations, by the way, for the record. Well, yeah, the, I mean, it's actually the, he's the most famous. Uh, person that I've I've got so yeah no doubt no doubt um, but there's definitely lots of opinions surrounding him that's for sure <laughs> yeah I mean w- when I posted the pictures of from yesterday you know a couple of you yeah. know I got a lot of friends I got like 1300 friends on Facebook and you know I, I, I allow discourse I mean you know that's why I try to be fair and balanced some people are unreasonable uh, but uh, you know some people are calling him a traitor the worst person ever uh, and it really sucks, Donnie, because you know, coming from New York myself, I wasn't there when he was when he was mayor, but I was there when Dinkins was mayor, and Koch and uh, everybody else, all the other crappy mayors that New York City had over the years. Uh, Koch was good, by the way, but the place was a mess, and he turned it around uh, in the early '90s. And and and, for, for, and and I know he said he's done some things. He's gotten older. Um, I, I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say I don't think he's what Rudolph Giuliani was when he was 30, 40, 40 years old as a prosecutor in New York, putting the bad guys like, like uh, the, uh, the mob in jail and whatnot. As we get older, we, we lose that. And to some degree, he has. That's why he has awkward moments socially, you know, him and some woman interviewing him in a, in a hotel room. All those things were set up to, to, to make him look bad. And that happens, unfortunately, particularly when people get older. But the, 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 the nastiness I hear about Rudolph Giuliani on, uh, during these hearings, and for that matter, just the st- stuff that I see on Facebook, it's, it's ignorance, Donnie. It really is. He's a great man. He did great things to the greatest city in New York. And now he, he's, he's out there uh, uh, you know, trying to help his, his son out. So uh, I, I, that's why yesterday was, was a big, big day here uh, at our facility. Yeah, and, sure. and not only that, um, I think politically... 
Um, there's some moves that Mayor Smith would be making, too, with uh, Mayor Giuliani. How so? I don't understand your logic. They, so there was today at uh, 3.30, there was supposed to be a phone call from the mayor, I believe, to the radio station. Oh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, not this station, but the WABC, yes. I wonder, I wonder if right. that happened. Yeah. Did it yeah, happen? We should uh, see if someone could put that out. See if, you know, I, I, could have, I could have been streaming that. I, I recorded yesterday's right. show from WABC's website yesterday, right here at the facility. And I was going to do that today. I forgot. You know what? I, I'll, I'll make it real simple. I'll just text uh, the mayor himself to see if it happened. Yeah. Hey, one other thing I wanted to bring up now. It's not, I, I guess, I don't know if it's official yet. I didn't get to watch last night's meeting or not, so I don't know if it's out there or not. Have you heard anything about the environmental study at the golf course? No. Well, uh, at Thompson Park? Yeah, so I heard some stuff. So I heard that they didn't find anything now. Hmm. Um, I don't know if that's official yet or nothing. but um, Or anything. From what, the environmental study that they said there was a bunch of contamin- uh, you know, contaminants in the uh, yeah. soil. Yeah. I don't you know, know. so I heard that it came back negative, that there's nothing up there. Now, I don't know if that's official yet, but... So, Donnie, uh, how did you get I'm gonna, here? I'm going to believe. Did you drive all... that source. Did you drive all the way uh-huh. from Governor to get here yesterday? Did you drive yourself? So, actually, um, this week I've been working in the town of Watertown. Oh, okay. So, good. so when I got off work, I, um, I text Jeff, and I said, is he still there? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay. I was five minutes away anyway because I was on 81. Right. So I was heading back home. So, you're working, you're working so here I, I now? I threw in there. What's that? You're working and st- working here and living in Governor. Actually, I work all over. I mean, uh, in the last since this season started, I've worked in Sackets, Three okay. Mile Bay, Dexter, Watertown, Town of Watertown. But Donnie, you got to uh, live in Jefferson I've been, County. I've been all over the place working um, with. We just don't. Do. Oh my God! It, it's, it's every. I don't know. This 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 board's driving me crazy because it, it, the one. Uh, uh, pod does the commercials it also does the satellite so all of a sudden i got the headsets on i'm talking to the congresswoman and all of a sudden this damn thing comes blaring my ear. terrible timing but nonetheless i'm trying to manage this here so anyway Donnie, at the end of the day you got to start you got to live you got to move back to jefferson county Donnie. you're right you're right all right you got to move back. I don't care. Find a place, uh, well, affordable I mean, place. It's uh, it's crazy. I know. I'm it's like you. I know. It's too. The it's too. The bubble needs to burst. The bubble needs to you burst. You know. Uh, let me tell you something. Because if you look at housing, for instance, uh, and I don't know about rentals in Syracuse, but every now and then I'll look at the price of housing in Syracuse area, Onondaga County, not Skinny Atlas, not Canastota, none of those places. But the average house in Syracuse area is is in between ninety to one hundred nineteen, hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Here. It's it's much higher, and the rent is is ridiculous. I mean, it's like the average apartment around here is eight nine hundred dollars for a box on 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 right. Academy Street. So like, who cares? That's one of the reasons I came to Governor. Is what the place I have now is you can't. This place would be double at least twelve hundred dollars in Watertown. Yeah, I know. But but that said, then you got to commute, and then you're getting killed on the gas money because you drive a Jeep. You're right. You're right. I'm, yeah, I'm spending. Uh, even though I sold my other truck, I, I still bought another truck. Yeah, well, that's crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. I mean, what, what, regardless, you got to do something about that. All right, Donnie, I got to yeah, go. But see, I'm you. spending like eight hundred dollars a week or a month. In fuel. That's just crazy. Just absolutely crazy. Yeah, we're, we're spinning our right, wheels. Thanks, we're spin- Thanks, thanks. So Donnie's video's on there. Of course, Donnie asked. Uh, 
uh, Rudolph Giuliani if the earth is flat. And in fact, someone, you know, it, I, I don't know if I mentioned this yesterday. Um, they would say, hey, there's someone that wants to interview uh, the mayor, uh, Mr. Rudolph. Uh, Mr. Rudolph. Rudolph Valentino. <coughs> they want to, uh, uh, he wants to interview him. Do, do you know this person? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's Donnie. That's flat earth Donnie. So somehow they got back to Rudolph Giuliani, who's sitting out here, who's standing here ready to leave the building. And at one point, Donnie will get a big kick out of this. Uh, Rudolph Giuliani says, well, maybe he's right. Maybe the world is flat. You know, being, you know, being nice, of course, and accommodating. Uh, but th- just three seconds later, he walks out of the building, and uh, there's Donnie with his camera. And that's what gets on News Junkie. That's good stuff right there. Uh, so, again, there's five minutes left in today's show, and somehow or other I lost the last commercial break, and I apologize. We've got to make these up because if you've noticed, and uh, we will, there's no doubt about it. We have till now and through next Tuesday to do so. But if you noticed, AM 1240, and for that matter, other radio stations here at Community Broadcasting, Community Broadcasters have been uh, airing a lot of ads for our uh, local, uh, regional, and, uh, and statewide uh, candidates. And, uh, it, again, getting back to what I said earlier. And I talked to uh, Kevin Fear today, who, who got on the air with, uh, with, with, uh, with uh, uh, Jeff Graham. Jeff thought that uh, Kevin was actually listening to the show. In reality, I texted him and said, they're talking about you. So he called up from Syracuse. But don't tell Jeff I said that. And then, you know, uh, Kevin says, oh, yeah, well, 15 people listening. He said, no, that's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. And I, I, I jumped into, like, uh, you know, in, into an, uh, another mode altogether. There's a ton of people that are listening to Jeff's show. And I hope there's a ton of people listening to this show. And I have a good understanding that there probably is because I get uh, comments all the time from people that just approach me, and it's, and it, it's awesome. I don't, I don't, you know, solicit. I don't go out there with a big sign on my head like so many radio people saying, I'm important, I'm better than you, I can use the bathroom whenever I want to, and then all that garbage. I, I try to remain humble. But at the same time, I try to put on a good show that makes sense on the conservative side of the political coin. This is a Republican radio station. To those that just want to just belittle and pick on all the stuff that we talk about with the congressperson or amongst ourselves, I mean, that's fine if you have constructive criticism. If you want to, if you want to get down on me for saying it, there's a difference between a hearing and a trial, that's fine. That's great. Uh, that, if you want to be the, Herb, uh, the, the Albert Brooks character for broadcast news that's going to pick on everything, fine. Go for it. Maybe I deserve it. But at the end of the day, and, and like Danny had said, that uh, something is, you know, like you guys are, 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 are the reason why there's disinformation out there. You've got to be absolutely out of your mind for saying something like that, Danny. When you have Nora O'Donnell still proclaiming that five police officers died on January 6th. And she's still saying that. And she's getting away with it. And so, so many other things. Now. In defense of Danny Francis today, was there some stirring uh, 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 testament do- uh, testimony done today? Yes, there were. There was. In fact, one of the guys was a Trump's supporter, older gentleman uh, from uh, from Arizona, and he went on and on about you know how he you know how dangerous that day was, and he brought in his you know his family was concerned, and and here it is. The hearings had just started at one o'clock. This couldn't have been any later than one thirty. And Adam Schiff says, let's do a, fi- a five-minute recess. You just started, you idiot. Oh, I can't stand that guy. You know, if you ever saw the, the original Poseidon Adventure, the, the original, not the crap they made years later with uh, uh, Kurt Russell, but the original. And, and the guy that, was, you know, that wanted the, the Poseidon to, to, to move, forge on uh, with uh, Leslie Nielsen, he looks just like Adam Schiff. I only wish I knew that actor's name. 
but he always played that 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 squirrely guy, you know, that bureaucrat that wanted to get things done his way and no no other way. And 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 again, they've said this about Adam Schiff. He is so enamored with Hollywood that he, he has tried to write screenplays of his own. And here it is. He's on this. You know, they got the guy that's producing the Good Morning America show from Britain. He's in the he's in the center here. They might as well put him in like a Cecil B. DeMille, you know, a director's chair or something, because he's loving this. This is the greatest moment of his life. And just like I asked Congresswoman Tenney today, if if Donald Trump weren't re- wasn't rather running for president for the second time to be a modern day Grover Cleveland, would they be doing this today? My my answer is probably not. They wouldn't need to. They are so afraid of this guy that they want to desecrate. They want to destroy him before he even announces, and ultimately he will. His, his, uh, his bid for a second presidency in 2024. So it goes on. It goes on and on and on. But again, the irony of 199 Wealth Avenue, clearly, a day after Rudolph Giuliani leaves the exact chair that I'm sitting in right now, the hearings are talking about, if anything, about uh, former President Donald Trump and, uh, and, and Rudolph Giuliani. I just find that so ironic. It is, at the end of the day, a very, very small world. It truly is. And Watertown somehow or other gets in the mix of it uh, every now and then. It just amazes me. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty, folks. Uh, and I, we got to make up for some... Re- i got to tell Ken I missed that last break, and I don't know why. Here's the other thing. I don't know whether or not this is going to work, because uh, CBS News should launch in about 13 seconds. Let's see if it does automatically. If not, I'm going to be remaining here and trying to figure it out. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes us legal. Let's hope we can do this in three, two, one. There we go. See ya. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Facet Wealth. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. The January 6th House Select Committee held a fourth public hearing, this one focusing on the Trump administration's alleged effort to alter election results in battleground states. 